Hello and welcome to AFCast. I am your host, Malcolm, and today we are doing the new episode that I was talking about in the previous episode. Uh, so basically what this is, is I'll usually have weekly episodes, which will come out on Saturdays as usual. And so yeah, those will just be called weekly news now. Um, and I still do a review of a game, but I also keep it at 15 minutes instead of having it at various times. So for people who want to keep it at the same amount of time each time that they listen to my podcast they can just listen to those where I give a smaller review of a game and then I'll come out with a different episode that following Wednesday um, that gives a full review of the entirety of that um, and that'll be what is called uh, for the game so so I know this is late um, I was sick so I wasn't able to do this it sucks since it was the very you know first one that I'm doing but yeah let's just jump right into it so uh, this is Shadow of the Tomb Raider, for those of you who weren't on Weekly News. Um, and so essentially this is the last uh, game of a trilogy um, following Tomb Raider trilogy, which first one was Tomb Raider, second one was Rise of the Tomb Raider, and then this one's the last one, like I just said. And the whole th thing is about story building and treasure hunting, obviously, in tombs. Um, and it is considered an action-adventure video game. Uh, and yeah, and you play as Laura Crofts, which is your main character in third person perspective. Um, and it actually begins two months after Rise of the Tomb Raider. So if you want to, you can go back and play like the last couple missions of Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, it shouldn't matter much because the games are mostly separate in their plot lines. Um, you do like battle the same people and stuff, but the story is mainly different. Um, so essentially, you are venturing through Mesoamerica and South America to find the legendary city of Paititi, and you're against a military or a paramilitary organization called Trinity, um, and you are racing to stop a Mayan apocalypse that you have actually unleashed at the beginning of the game. Um, and so apparently the idea, uh, this was said by the actual company itself. The idea is for Laura to become the Tomb Raider she was always meant to be, uh, which is an interesting quote. Um, so I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, she's also accompanied by Jonah Maeva. Uh, I don't know if that's how you say his last name, but I gave it my best shot. And another part is that you actually get to play as a younger version of yourself, uh, which I find very interesting, and it's actually pretty fun. Um, and so there's also, in the game, if you've never played any Tomb Raider games, there are puzzles that will demand your attention, and yeah, so they just, you really have to focus on the details, and it's really fun to do. Um, there are also challenge tombs, uh, which unlock rewards, uh, and then there's also, uh, it can be really creepy and graphic, I will admit that, uh, because there is a quite literal part where half a body falls in front of you and then you know you look up and it's a jaguar with beaming yellow eyes and you know like showing its teeth with blood kind of running right up its fur and it's very 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 graphic <laughs> like you can see every bit of detail in it and it's it is pretty creepy so if you're getting this for to see if your like 10 year old son would like this or not you would probably like it, just, you know, probably a little bit too creepy for them. Um, but, yeah. And if you've ever played Rise of the Tomb Raider, uh, gameplay is mostly identical to it. 
which includes like campfires and open world. Um, so basically the campfires are little checkpoints that you can find that you can teleport between uh, and like basically go back and unlock new rewards that you weren't able to before without the correct tools. Um, so yeah. And also you are able to upgrade your weapons that you either find or uh, create. And you can you have an upgrade branch for your character that your you know has your different skills and stuff. So there's three different branches, um, and they just allow you to do different kind like kinds of combat, different uh, you know like breathing underwater, just anything like that, um, or even just like reading uh, ancient stuff. <laughs> like it's it gets into specifics as well uh, if you want to look it up at all. You can also collect resources like animals or plants, so you can hunt. Uh, and also, like these plants will give you certain things, like they'll make you have like like uh, like special vision that allow you to see other plants or animals, uh, so that you can like fight people easier. If you're, it's basically like it basically highlights everything around you that you know you need to know about, you need to be aware about. And there's another one where it's like health, there's another one where it's resistance, it's just a bunch of stuff like that um, for plants, and then animals is mostly just to collect resources in order to craft other things. Um, which leads into my next point that you actually can craft things in this game, which is very interesting and fun, because you can collect... Well, for one thing, you have to craft your own arrows if you're going to use a bone arrow, which is fairly interesting, and you can actually craft different kinds of arrows as you progress through the game. Uh, one of them is like you can, you can literally just. One of them is that you can like shoot somebody with like a hallucination arrow, and they'll see their friend, or they'll see their friend as a jaguar, or they'll just see a jaguar, one of the two, and they'll end up shooting them, and then they'll actually die of fear. So it's another thing that I was saying about creepy and graphic, but yeah, it works. Um, and the thing is, that's actually considered a stealth kill, so that's interesting. And there's also a new barter system which allows players to trade resources, uh, salvage parts, and also weapons in Paititi uh, or in other like villages and stuff that you'll uh, come across. Um, you're also able to talk to people like that don't have anything to do with the actual story or just able to talk to like locals and such. Um, and some of these locals will actually give you side missions to complete uh, for other you know XP and resources. Um, there's also a, another thing that uh, will come out after release for uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and it's it's been out for a bit now, Shadow of the Tomb Raider has. Um, but these are DLCs, and they're called Paths, um, I believe. And they're uh, planning on having seven content drops in one a month, um, and content drops, drops just means DLCs. I don't know why it's called Paths. Um, probably because it just it basically gives you new narratives, new missions. Uh, it gives you a challenge tomb. It gives you a new weapon, a new outfit, and a new skill. So it's I mean it's nothing too special. Um, but it is I don't know what the missions are going to be or the challenge tombs or anything like that. Um, but it's definitely worth checking out. And if you get season pass, you can actually get all of the content drops like as they come out. Um, and you actually get an exclusive weapon, outfit, and skill the first day that you get Season Pass. Uh, so on to my pros and cons for this game, because I've, uh, I've spent some time playing this. Uh, in my opinion, it is a very good game. Pros is the story. The story is amazing. It's brilliant, um, especially since 
you know, Laura kind of has to do some, uh, I don't want to say soul searching, but it is kind of like that, where, uh, like, she, she unleashes a Mayan apocalypse at the beginning of the game and ends up, like, destroying a town. And so she feels terrible and horrible and everything like that. And so I, I'm not going to get any specifics. I don't want to get, uh, I don't want to give any spoilers away. This is the beginning of the game, so I'm not giving, like, big spoilers away. So it's nothing you have to worry about. Um, it's actually literally in the description for the game as well. And you actually get to play as Laura Croft as a kid, like I mentioned earlier, which I find that really interesting and fun. Um, because from what I remember, you don't really get to do that uh, in any of the other Tomb Raider games. I could just be remembering wrong because I haven't played them in a very long time. Uh, there's the, also the graphics, the sound design, and soundtrack are all really good. Like, um, yeah, like I was saying earlier about it being graphic, That's it's mainly really graphic because, you know, it's really well designed. Like, it's really, they've added every detail. I shouldn't say every detail because obviously it's going to get better over time still. Um, but they have added a lot of detail to it that just makes it really, really lifelike. Um, and also the sound design is, like, perfect in this game. Uh, sound design has been kind of iffy, uh, the, like, for a while, but it's been starting to pick up in games now. Uh, so sound, sound design has become really, really fun uh, and interesting to listen to, including the soundtrack, which... The soundtrack for all the Tomb Raider games, in my opinion, are really good. They're really just, they really work in the moment. They really work with, you know, how you're playing at that time. Uh, and also just, like, listening to it separately. Some of it is soothing. Some of it is, like, you can tell it's, like, a, it's an exciting moment in the game. Um, yeah, it just, it, it makes you feel immersed in the game. Uh, all three of those together. And also, like I was saying earlier, you can talk to other people, like locals and such, and the thing that's really interesting is that some of them will actually tell you fully thought out stories or myths or anything like that, and they're very interesting to listen to. Uh, I don't know if it's the true culture of, uh, you know, um, I forget where this is, but I wonder if it's, I, it might be the true culture of like Paititi or anything like that. I don't know if any of this is actually real or not. Um, obviously this whole big tomb thing isn't, um, or it's just, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's very nice to listen to, and it's very, it's very interesting because a lot of these people, they talk in different ways, and they have their own opinions, and, uh, like, some of these people are even outcasts, um, and so they tell you the reason why they're outcasted, and it's actually fairly interesting to listen to, um, and because most of them are un were unfairly casted out, like protecting someone or something. So, yeah, it's just really nice to hear their stories. And along with talking to people, you get side missions. And a lot of these side missions are kind of the same thing, except for, you know, you get to play that story. So, like, one of them is that a supposedly dead person stole a kid's dice uh, or die. And so you have to go find them and bring them back to the kid. Um, and so you play out that full story. And it actually gets very interesting. And you can see, like, you know, how everything works out. 
yeah, I'm not. I'm trying to like not go into details, which is hard for me, because um, I usually talk to people who have also played the game. So I'm trying not to give away any spoilers. So stay with me here. <laughs> anyway, and I find it very interesting when Laura Croft's like sees an artifact or something in a cutscene, or even if you're just like playing and you find an artifact that you look at like a like a secret thing or something like that, and not a lot of games do this, but Laura Croft actually looks like legitimately interested. Like you, could t- you could tell by her face. Like it's probably mainly because graphics haven't been as good as they are now. But like, like you can tell by her face, like all of the emotions that she's feeling at that moment, and like, and you can also tell by like her voice and everything like that that she is legitimately interested in this. And that she really, like, likes to look at these things and likes to explore these things. Um, and it just, yeah, a lot of, it just, it makes it more, it makes it, it makes you feel like you're more in the game, like you're more like Laura Croft, because you're also interested as to what's happening. And it just makes you feel like, you know, you understand her and what she's going through because, you know, you've probably had moments like that as well at some point in your life um but yeah i also really like the uh map in this game so it's just it's mainly you know kind of i i usually call them like expansion worlds uh i don't know if that's actually how what they're called but basically what it is is it's set on a straight path for you but it's not like but it's uh, it's also like open world so like if you've ever played halo uh, you know, you can you can really do whatever you want, but you're not really going to get anywhere unless, you know, you follow the story. So it's like, it's basically just a bigger version of a corridor type game um, where you can also move around a lot more and feel like you have a lot more freedom. Uh, and I really like that about this game. And I really like how, you know, you have to like climb using your axes or you have to like swing across these rivers uh or you know if you're traveling through tombs you have to dodge all these traps or like cut the cut the ropes that way you don't trip over it and get caught in the trap uh yeah it's just it's very interesting um and there's actually one part of the game that where it's called survival instincts so it's basically this button that you press that allows you to you know look around and see your surroundings it's basically the plant i mentioned earlier but it's time-based and as soon as you move you know it disappears um and so that's that's what allows you to see like animals and stuff and plants and stuff to you know get them in the first place or uh, like where to go so yeah and so that's another way that uh you know helps you get around the world um i also really like your arsenal in the game because you get uh, like at the very beginning of the game, you get uh, you initially get a bow, an AR, a pistol, and a shotgun, and then over time you get different types of arrows, and you can get different types of guns as well uh, that you can just pick up from people. Um, but I just really like the arsenal because it gives you a lot of different ways that you can fight, and then also uh, I really like the puzzles in this game. So I'm a big puzzle person. I really like figuring out stuff and all that jazz um and so the puzzles are really interesting to me because i like focusing on these like minute details that you have to pay attention to 
or else you're not going to get it correct. You can also, I also like that you can craft on the move. Not a lot of games have this. Uh, more games I've seen now that have like bows and arrows mostly. I've seen like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn has it now. But yeah, you can craft, you can craft like different arrows while you're on the move to help you in combat. Uh, I mean, I know you, you know, kind of have to because, you know, if you run out, then you're screwed. But still, I find it interesting. Uh, and I really like it. Um, and I also really like the challenge tombs. It's just, it's, it's fun to go through. It's basically just like a, like a mini mission that you have to do. Uh, and you get to do all of this traversing around in this, like, cave or cliff or anything like that. And, you know, get this reward at the end. And also anything on the way. The challenge tombs are really are a really nice touch because, you know, you're able to get around. And same thing with, like, documents or, like, um, relics, I think is what they're called, that you can find in the game. Or even, like, uh, monuments that you can, like, read, uh, like with which has, like, Mayan dialect on it or whatever other dialect that there is in the game. I, <laughs> I really don't know. So some cons I have about this game is that I mentioned Survival Instinct earlier. And honestly, it feels like I use it too much. Like, I know you can use the perception plants as well, but, like, at the beginning of the game, you're using survival instinct way too much. Like, you're const it feels like I'm constantly pressing it. And at the same time, like, there's this weird thing with me where for some reason I have to save everything, so I don't always use the perception plants, and so I always have to, you know, press the survival instinct button. So that part is a little bit my fault. But at the same time, at the very at the, like the very beginning of the game, it's really annoying having to you know constantly be pressing survival instinct, um, or if you're like in combat, you're uh, like you're not always going to use perception plants uh, like in the moment. It also feels like it could be repetitive because there's this one thing that you do that's I'm pretty sure is new to the Tomb Raider series where you climb through this like really tight basically just any rocks or anything like that sometimes you do it underwater sometimes you don't do it underwater um, but it's basically this really tight space so you have to like kind of crawl in a vertical line through and the thing is is that they do that like five times and I'm like how often are you going to do that in like if you're actually doing this right now like maybe I can understand scaling a cliff and everything like that but there's a couple of things like that where it's just it's repetitive you do it over and over and over again and there's some parts where I understand it because it's for like there's this one part where you have to complete these uh, tasks in order to prove yourself uh, or something like that and so that part makes sense for it being repetitive because, you know, it's it's like an actual challenge that was built by people. But then there's the parts where it's just like, you know, nature happening that you have to get through. Um, but I don't know. Uh, that's That could just be me. Uh, but it does feel pretty repetitive sometimes. Um, and also, along with, like, traversing and stuff, jumping is just kind of dumb, in my opinion. Like... I feel like I can't make half of the jumps. No, 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 not half. Like, like 80% of the jumps I make in Tomb Raider, I feel like could not be possible unless you were extremely strong and limber and knew exactly what you were doing. Because it is very, 
it's very very unrealistic looking like i can understand some games like uncharted where it's like you know it's like it kind of can look a bit off sometimes but like in tomb raider you jump way too far you go way too far for everything and so yeah it so it just doesn't seem realistic and it's it's not like a big con but it's kind of like i'm never sure if i can make the jump or not and sometimes when i go when i think i can make a jump because i've seen all these big jumps that my character does but then i'll fall in a pit because my character actually can't make that jump so it's kind of confusing for me but i don't know could just be me I also don't like how, so, like, about halfway through the game, you come across these creatures, and from, and before then, they were kind of building up this creature as, like, this extremely dangerous creature that was, like, taking people out and nobody could kill it or understand what it was. When they actually showed what it was, it was, like, an entire uh, species of them, Whereas before, when I was building it up, it was just one thing taking down an entire, you know, camp or something like that. And so, when we first come across it as the actual Tomb Raider character, it seems like these species should be a lot harder to kill. Like, yeah, it just seems like they should be a lot harder to kill because of how much damage they have done. And then all of a sudden you're fighting like, like 10 at once. And it's like really easy to do because all you have to do is take out a shotgun and just spray around until all of them are dead. And so like that doesn't seem really fair to me. Like it doesn't seem like it seemed like the buildup was for nothing. Like if they didn't have the buildup, then I'd understand. But that buildup where it's where it was one thing taking on like all of these different things where you'd only see like one at a time scurrying past you. And then all of a sudden there was this entire group that was after you. Um, and it's like this huge race of them. And it's just it just seems way too... It, se- it seemed like their buildup made it seem like it was going to be something completely different. Like I thought it was going to be a boss. I thought it was going to be one creature um, that was going to be like a boss at the end of the game or something like that. Or that you would slowly fight over time. But no, it was like it, this entire thing... Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed it just seemed poorly executed to me. So, I don't know if you guys agree or not. Once again, these are my opinions, so don't take these to heart. But also, I would say that a lot of the narration was kind of throwaway. It was <laughs> it was a lot of it was kind of dumb. I mean, I know they have to get the point across and stuff like that, but a lot of it just wasn't really there. I guess is one way to put it like it just it didn't feel like it was necessary it didn't feel like they really needed it to be there which is why I was calling it a throwaway um, which is actually a common term when it comes to bad narration in video games and another thing that I didn't like about it was that it's like the combat was not was not very good I mean this is this is like reoccurring and a lot of uh, like act these action adventure type games because like a lot of it is like you'll you'll be a huge bullet sponge like you'll get shot like 50 times and all you have to do is eat a plant and then all of a sudden you're revived or you need to hide behind cover and you're revived so i usually like playing on like the hardest difficulty because it feels like i'm actually in better combat and stuff like that and also 
I didn't really like. I've never really noticed. Like, I've never really paid attention to the achievements in games whenever I'm doing a pros or cons list uh, to, like, a friend or even for this podcast so far. But my friend mentioned it, and they were, they were like, because there's a new system right now, and not new, it's been out for a while now, but PlayStation basically pays, pays you to, you know, uh, like, pays you for trophies that you get. So, like, you can get... Uh, 10 bucks for a thousand points and each trophy is worth a different amount of point except for a bronze trophy is worth zero points and the thing that's annoying about that is that a lot of the achievements in tomb raider there was like one gold trophy and like three silver trophies and then a platinum trophy obviously for completing the game some of the achievements that were in there like i felt like I feel like all the silvers were meant to be golds, and then some of the bronze were meant to be gold, and then a lot of the bronze were meant to be silver. It just, it didn't feel like the achievements were well, like, uh, you know, they, they didn't seem like, the trophy that you get for the achievement, the, like, it doesn't, it seems like it's too low of a price for the achievement that you just did. Like, it's one where it's like you have to, beat the game on the hardest difficulty and you get a bronze trophy that to me is a gold trophy because it usually is in games but with this new system that has come out on playstation a lot of uh companies have now been making a lot of bronze instead of making them silver and gold which annoys me i mean it's understandable sort of but it annoys me so i never really thought about that so props to my friend for that so yeah uh and also it just this game this this is also another thing that's common in a lot of action adventure games she just seems too lucky like honestly like i know that's what makes you compelled to play the game like one of the many things that that keeps you interested in playing the game but like there are multiple moments in every tomb raider game where like you're like in this one you're being you're in an oil refinery and you're being chased after by an APC shooting highly explosive stuff that you're climbing. And you don't die. <laughs> like, it's an APC. I mean, it will kill anybody in, like, one shot. So either this paramilitary organization is, like, the worst trained, um, highly pro- profited paramilitary organization ever in any anything (laughs) like it just it seems like she's way too lucky with anything or even how like nature happens and so it doesn't i feel like uh they can't live up to that whole you know become the tomb raider that she was always meant to be if she all of it is just luck it doesn't seem to correspond to me so it doesn't seem correct. It doesn't seem like... I I like the fact that she's lucky. I think it adds something to the story. But at the same time, you can't become this Tomb Raider that you're meant to be if all of it is just luck. So yeah, that's, so that's my con list. Uh, I don't know if you guys agree or disagree with either my pros or my cons, but my official opinion and take on the game is that it is a thrilling game. It is amazing, beautiful, it's brilliant. It was designed in a very smart way, and it's the best in the rebooted trilogy. So 
Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, uh, anyway, uh, term of the day is tank. Um, and so for those of you who don't know what tank means, tanking usually means you basically just have a bunch of uh, armor or something like that, and you're so you're just a bullet sponge. You just take in a bunch of bullets, or you take or you take a lot of damage in. Like um, my friend and I, we play as we play the division, and he usually has these guns that do a lot of damage, and then I usually kind of just stand in front of him, taking in all the damage while I'm also outputting some because he has. He's not a tank. He has very little health and everything like that. Then I have very high health, but I also don't do as much damage. So we kind of correspond with each other. Anyway, yeah. So that's what tank means. Um, and if you are playing like something like like Battlefield 1, somebody's probably actually talking about a tank. So try to, try to not only take tank in games uh, figuratively in that sense. It depends on what game you're playing. Um, anyway, that is it for today. Game on.